Welcome to my Soul Life podcast and our Soul Life conversations. I'm your host, Susan Scollin, and in these episodes, I'll be here supporting and guiding you as we open up and explore who we truly are to live our soul life now. See you inside. A quick reminder for you that all the information shared in this podcast is my experience and the experience of my guest. It's not medical or mental health advice, diagnosis or treatment, and I'd encourage you to seek professional advice where needed. Hello and welcome back to another Soul Life Conversation. Today we're going to talk about managing our mind. And this may not sound like a fun episode, but it can actually be really fun when we start to play around with this. We can't control the thoughts that are going to come into our mind. Our mind is going to throw us so many different thoughts, particularly, you know, they're not necessarily nice thoughts. You know, I don't find that my mind just tells me amazing things about myself all the time. But we can control the thoughts. We can control it. We can manage the thoughts that we have about ourselves. And we can manage the thoughts about whether or not we can do something. So if we can't control the 50 gazillion thoughts that we have coming through our brain every day, and it's not that many, it's probably 70,000, generally speaking, 70 to 80,000 for a woman and more like 50,000 for a man. So we have all of these coming in. And if we can't control them, like, the opportunity that we then have is about our ability to manage them. And when we know that there's a difference between the fact that we can't control them, like they're just going to come in, then we have that opportunity to go, do you know what? This is what I'm going to choose to to do or believe on purpose. And slowly over time, this is the other good part about this, is that those original thoughts, those perhaps not supportive thoughts, slowly over time, you're going to start to see those transcend and transform as you change them, as we start to manage our mind. And we'll go from, I can't do something to, I can do something. For example, let's go with a podcast. Like two years ago, when I started the podcast, um, there were so many things around, oh my gosh, how do we do this? What, you know, the logistics of it? How do I get people for interviewing? There's going to be so much work. My brain was on overload. And who am I even to put a podcast out? Because this idea came to me in 2019 that I could do it. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I, you know, I'm not sure that I can do this or that I could even, um, turn up for this on a regular basis. And so I put it on the back burner and I even put it on my avoidance list for 2020. But it crept into 2020 and then, you know, COVID happened and a few other things happened and I did it anyway. Like we created it. And when I say we, it was Chris and I, because he does a lot of the audio side. So once I've recorded it, flick it over to him, he does all his magic. And then I can post it up onto to Buzzsprout, which hosts the, the podcast. And then you get to listen to it in your ears because then it rolls out to Apple and Google and all the things. But if I had have listened to my mind around, I can't do this, I don't know where to start, then we, there would be no podcast. You would not be listening to this today. But what I knew to be true was the fact that I could go online and go, okay, how do I start a podcast? And somebody will have done a blog. And there it was. Somebody had done a blog. These are the steps that you need to take to start a podcast. And so then I just started working through those steps. And of course, me being a manifesting generator, I worked through them super fast and I was probably 10 steps ahead of the game before I really should have been 10 steps ahead of the game. So things got left and I had to come back and clean up a few things or I chose to come back and clean up a few things. But through managing my own mind, I was able to actually create a podcast rather than letting those thoughts overrun me. 
And what that means now, as I was talking about before, these benefits that come through, if somebody comes to me and says, hey, I'm thinking about starting a podcast, I'm like, yeah, absolutely. If it's aligned to you, absolutely go and do it. And then they'll say to me, well, how do I do it? What do I got to do? And I can run them through the steps because I've done them all, done it all. Or perhaps I choose to start a new podcast, right? But And not that I have this in my plans at all, so don't get, don't get excited. There's nowhere else for you to go. This is it. Um, but perhaps I could, like, it would be easy for me to start, right? So I would dig in and do some of the work perhaps that I didn't do last time. Um, rather than just following my intuition, which I was doing, I would actually dig into the why and the purpose of the podcast, which I have done. Uh, with this podcast and you've seen that evolve over the time that we've been here together as you know this is episode 201 so 200 episodes 201 episodes are now out in the world which is bloody blows my mind um I could then go and create another podcast and I'd figure it out pretty quickly and that's the same for like if I had to clean my house like it's not such a big drama but perhaps you know writing a second book is going to be a big drama because I haven't done it before. Publishing my first book is going to be a big drama because I haven't done it before. But I can manage my mind. I can't control those thoughts that are going to come in, but I can manage my mind around those thoughts. And on our soul life journey, we're going to to be doing things we haven't done before, or we're going to be repeating things that we have done before and maybe not finish them. And our mind is going to really come to the forefront and really inform us about how, you know, how lazy we were last time. And if we had just done it last time, then we wouldn't have to do it again. We wouldn't have to repeat these experiences. Or if we had to slow down, we could have got all the steps right. We could have made sure that everything, all the ducks were in a row and everybody was happy and which is not true, right? <laughs> but we could have had everything sort of right there and um, and perfect and it would have been amazing. But now, oh, look at you, you're having to redo this again. Or here's this brand new thing that you want to create and you're like, oh, I'm shit scared. I don't even know where to start. How do I do this? What do I do? Um, what is that next step? Oh, I'll just sit back down on the couch and watch Netflix, you know, hand up in the air. I've done that too. So like you, you're going to, or I'll go to the cupboard and eat these, you know, lollies or whatever it is, because then I can just take my time and just slow things down a little bit, which seems like a real positive, right? We're just taking our time. It's okay. But in reality, we're perhaps avoiding some of the work that we could do towards it. And I'm not saying that slowing down is a bad thing at all. Please feel that if you need to do that, you do that. You take the time out, take the, you know, follow your intuition around that and dive into what's true for you. So knowing that we're going to be doing new things as we go on our soul life journey, we know that our brain is going to throw things up at us and we can look at them, right? So this is what managing our brain looks like. We can see those thoughts come in Oh, you haven't, um, I'm going to do running actually. I'm going to talk about running. So back when I was, um, running pre Teddy, um, and I hadn't finished the couch to 5k and my brain was saying to me, um, like I just was on the eighth week. So it's not like I hadn't done all the prep work. I was there and it wasn't like I couldn't run. Um, and, in the eighth week, it was like, oh, I don't feel like running 5K today. Okay, I'll give myself permission to not run 5K today to do that final week. 
And then I would be on the treadmill and I would run the 5K. And so my brain would say, oh, but you didn't turn the app on, so therefore it doesn't count. And I believed that for a very long time. So in effect, I've actually finished the Couch to 5K app twice, but I just never turned the app on the first time for that last week. And that was that was my last week with it. Like it really just it was really interesting to watch how my brain would say, no, no, we don't need to do that today. Don't really feel like it. So I didn't. And then I would go and run whatever I needed to run anyway. And I was just like, oh, so maybe I run that app in the background while I'm sitting at my desk at work and it can just run through. So it just ticks over to the next day. Maybe I could do that. And then when I come into doing it again in 2016, um, I get to, I was so disciplined. Like I was like every, three times a week, I'm going to go and do this. I'm going to make it happen. And then I get to the last, the last run and I pull my calf on the last run and I'm like, no way. I'm finishing this run because I'm finishing this app. I'm not, not doing it. And so that's that whole idea of firstly, I didn't manage my mind that first time around. I let my mind tell me what to do and I just followed. I didn't lead in that space. Whereas the second time around, albeit don't injure yourself, please, but I led. I said, no, I can get through this and we can do it. I can slow down. I can take smaller steps. I can manage this injury so that I can get to the end of the run and it won't be as perfect as it would have been if, you know, how I would have liked it to have been, but I'm going to get to the end of the run and I did get to the end of the run. So that's what managing our mind looks like and we can do this in all areas of our life, whether it be your career, your relationship, your spirituality and how that looks to you, what that that means to you or your physical activity and then there's that flow and effect to what happens on our plate understanding why we're standing in the cupboard looking at the food of an afternoon at about 3.30, I'm going to say, which is usually 3 or 3.30. It's usually when you got home from school as a kid and you opened up the cupboards because you were hungry. And so we still open up the cupboards because we're hungry, um, perhaps because we haven't planned or perhaps we're actually not hungry. So when we can sort of go, okay, why am I standing here? I'm standing here looking at the pantry or the fridge. We used to do it all the time with the fridge and mum used to go, close the fridge don't want the hot air going in there especially over a summertime um so you know you've got to stand there and go okay am I standing here as a seven eight nine ten you know teenager wanting something to eat after I've finished school because I've had a big day or am I just standing here um because I'm actually genuinely hungry and if I'm genuinely hungry what would I put into my body where would I what would I manage my mind to to put into my body as opposed to responding to, oh, there's the chips, let's have the chips, that'll be easy, like let's just get that and that'll be enough for us. But then you eat the whole bag of chips and then you're like, oh, my gosh, I really didn't need to eat that much. So managing our mind is actually that conversation that we have with ourselves and it's not necessarily about the conversation per se but it's about the leadership that we show in that space. So stepping in and saying, do you know what, yeah, those chips would be great but perhaps I can have some hummus and um, veggie sticks, some carrot sticks and I haven't cut them up because I'm not that organized, but do you know what? It won't take long for me to do that. And so managing my mind to say, just because those chips are going to be easier, I can just come over here, grab this. It really won't take long. And I can do it from a mindfulness 
perspective. Like I can create that afternoon tea from a mindfulness mindfulness perspective and then I can take five or ten minutes and just sit with that meal and enjoy it rather than as I, I'm guilty of this too, doing multiple things at one time and doing things on the go and actually not stopping to really enjoy and nurture myself with that food. So that's just the opportunity that we have. And the reason that we do it, the reason that we do manage our mind is because we get to transform and transcend. These words that I say a lot, um, we get to evolve and we get to grow. And when we can lead in one area of our life, when we can manage our mind in one area of our life, that can have a flow on effect to the other areas of our life. And we often don't know that we're doing it when we get into those other areas. We don't have to consciously do it. We might sometimes, but we don't generally have to. And so it allows for that transcendence to happen. So it's that evolution that we're going through and giving ourselves permission to and giving ourselves permission to lead. So through that management of mind, we are managing who we are and what is true for us. Because when we come into that asking, you know, is this really what I want? Do I really want this job? Uh, As in this promotion, perhaps that's come up at work. Is that really truly aligned to me? Will I really enjoy it? Will I grow through that space? And the answer may be yes, but then there might be some sort of niggle on the side, but your in your mind might be saying, go for it, go for it. It's more money. Go for it. They'll, they'll see how amazing you are. And you're like, hang on a minute. Is it actually aligned? And you can separate those two decisions. And I hope that example is really clear for you around that whole why are you wanting that job and this can happen in any of your area of your life so it could be in a relationship it can be um, that physical activity again but why are you wanting it what what are the subconscious stories that are coming up over there and then coming back to your intuition and saying okay is this really truly aligned to me this is why we do the work to manage our mind because then we get to know ourselves better And when we do it, we start small. So we can't, well, we can jump all in and do all the things, but really it's about starting small and just picking one thing that we can really manage our mind with. And it might be just brushing your teeth of a night time. It might be just that conscious thing that you do before you go to bed and making sure that you do it every single night. It might be drinking two liters of water or 2.5 liters of water, whatever it looks like for you every day and just consciously doing that. So picking out those little things that we can do on the regular and managing our mind rather than letting our monkey mind or that you know that mind that we cannot control that is just going to go off letting go of that mind and letting it do its thing for whatever purpose it needs to do it but then coming back into that management so the question for you then is what do you want to create what is that small change that you can make that will really support you in terms of that transformation and transcendence. What is that just small thing? It doesn't have to be a massive project of work, even though your brain might tell you that, that we're going to go and we're going to start putting on muscle mass or we're going to lose 10 kilos or I'm going to write that book. It doesn't have to be all of that. It could just be putting a post up on social media that really aligns with you. It could be... Um, it's going to say calling in a client, like sitting down, meditating, doing your sound bowl and calling in an aligned client to you, not just someone that will pay the money because that will possibly end 
end in frustration and perhaps bitterness if you're just getting someone who's just paying you. You actually want somebody in the room with you who wants to be there. So creating that space for them and for and for you to energetically call that person in and call the right person in. So again, it comes back to that managing our mind, not controlling the stories and the thoughts that are underlying so many of the things that we do in our lives and it just creates that opportunity to see what's going on. When we start to manage our mind, we can see some of those underpinning thoughts that perhaps aren't supporting us in a way that works for us. So if you would like to start to unpack some of those stories, start to um, really have a look at what's actually truly going on for you in your life, this is what coaching is all about. So you can come and work with me, head over to my website, susanscollin.com forward slash work with me, or you'll see it on the homepage and yeah, come and have a look at what I offer. Um, but honestly, just get on a call with me um, and let's just talk about it or hit me up in the DMs. I'm really happy to chat with you, no problems at all, and just talk about some of the challenges that you are facing and what you would like to change in that space. And you know that, who would you like to become? That question that I always love to ask. And if this podcast has resonated with you, please share it with someone that you love and that you know that it will resonate with. And please rate my podcast, head over to Apple uh, Podcasts, I think it is my brain is going to mush but head over there and um yeah please rate my podcast it would be fantastic so that we can share the love out into the world and if this episode has resonated with you head over to my.soul.life.podcast and or head over to susanscollin.com forward slash podcast and find the show notes for this episode and tell me what resonated with you um it's really lovely to hear what what you take away from these episodes what opportunities it creates for you and who you're becoming on your journey. So thank you so much and I'll see you in the next episode.